I think it's about time we get back into them Thursday conversations. What do you think, guys? Let's do it. I got somebody on the line today with me. Her name is Jenna. I'll give you a little intro, quick little intro. I didn't really hear too much about what her vacation was like before we spoke. But Jenna, you know, I'm not I I don't go way back with Jenna, but I'll tell you one thing. Me and Jenna worked in the same office and very very closely we our paths if we weren't in the same office for five or six hours at a time we were communicating directly it was you know you have those work relationships where whoever you are working with you're just so kind of intertwined with them because everything it's like what promotion what operation jenna is one of those people i'll tell you what i'll tell you about jenna jenna takes on a workload so Jenna was one of those people that you could always trust to get things done. You know the type of person. You've seen her. They, they, they're a character in movies. They get so much done that you know that you can just basically put anything on them. And they're going to make sure it gets done. And, you know, we were kind of working uh, neck and neck for a while, just making sure things happened. And, you know, just organizing whatever comes with trying to oversee an operation that was whatever it was, four or five locations at one time. And, um... When you can do that with someone and still kind of get along with them, it says something. It says that you kind of have a good uh, a good kindred spirit with them. And, yes, that's what we were. So we worked very, very well together. And, you know, it was good. I don't know. I think we pushed two years. Not two years. Maybe a, a year and a half kind of doing this day to day in the struggle. And, uh, you know, we just. But the weird part is, is that when you are that six days a week, you know, talking to someone as often as you are, and then it literally just stops. That's what it is. It just stops. And then Jenna just focused. We just, she's focused on what she does. I focused on what I'm doing, and it just the lives went completely indirect. I'm, I'm being, I'm a sentimentalist. You know that. Anytime I'm, you know, it's always it's always a tough goodbye for me. I hate saying goodbye, but you say goodbye and then you move on to other things. But this was kind of cool because. Jenna, we just kind of just, I saw that she was in Barbados, and that's really all I know. Uh, uh, She was there with her husband and her husband's family, and um, I wanted to hear about what the all-inclusive experience was like. Now, she's not a cruiser. I think she she would cruise. I think you'll hear in the interview that I don't think it's... uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's something that her husband has gravitated towards in the past. So it, I don't know if cruising is in is in her future. But, you know, while we don't get the comparison directly with cruising, we do get a feel, a front row uh, seat to what Jenna's experience was like in her all-inclusive vacation in Barbados. So without further ado, let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey, yeah. it's the night before the cruising. If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping. But even if I could, I'd be dreaming about this weekend. All the fun we about to have. Best we taking this vacation. Always be booked on our way to embarkation. Because we know it's in store. Pockets and palm trees. Tropical sea breeze and frozen daiquiris. Oh, please. Thank you, sir. Yes, I think I'll have another. Please don't blow my cover because I'm passing on the muster. Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met. It ain't snowing where we going and the good times never end. Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running beers. Thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler. If you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go. Cones and we united. So sound that horn because everybody's invited. 
up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back, and I am here, as promised, to have on the phone the lovely, talented, vivacious Jenna. Jenna, what's going on? How you doing? Hi. How is everyone? They can't answer you. This is the issue. Oh, That's the problem. Sorry. You know what I, mean? I mean, they might be answering you. They might be talking to their speakers. I'm, I'm new to this. Knowing my crowd, they're probably answering you, thinking, like, you never know. But anyway, <laughs> Jenna is, I mean, Jenna, we're buddies, aren't we? Yes. Yes. We were buddies, I should say, maybe. We were buddies. Tommy misses me every day. I actually kind of do. You know what I mean? Every once in a <laughs> while, I'll, I'll just want to, like, bring you some coffee or vice versa, you know? it's it, <laughs> we, we, we went from, like, 60 to zero because we were just, like, very, very much uh, in communication hour by hour, you might say, right? Absolutely. And then it just then stopped. That was it. Things are going okay over there? Everything is good. Good. It's New York. Um, Not as nice as Florida. Tell the people about what a weirdo I was when I would uh, turn the uh, St. John St. John Bar <laughs> Channel on. And I and we don't lie, I got you, I got you into it. Don't lie. I have turned it on since. I will not lie about that. <laughs> so he would turn on St. John's Bar. It's a live feed, and you just look it up on YouTube, St. John's Bar, and we would literally people watch all day while we're working we would people watch and at one point he may or may not have bought a girl a drink and she was like oh my god where did this come from i called it in it was great i called it, it in. they have two angles that you could see the beach bar in st john you could watch the bar and we went so far as to say like you know and then i got into it she thought i was a weirdo and then she got into it and other people would think we were weirdos and then they would get into it and they would all like be in on the whole thing we're like naming the bartenders we have no idea who they are or what they are but we're like naming them and uh we're giving them character names it's fine yeah we knew like what they did and like oh that one oh that guy's gonna be drunk by three if he's gonna be serving <laughs> that crowd you gotta watch him so we knew the whole thing it was weird yeah what do you want me to tell you anyway the reason i had jenna on besides the fact that i just missed and like uh, you know, we just want to have a conversation, and we haven't in a while, so I had to come up with an excuse. Was that you were recently on an all-inclusive vacation, weren't you? Yes. And then where did I you was. go? I went to the beautiful Barbados. So Barbados is good uh, as far as the topic of discussion because of the fact that it is a fairly popular cruise terminal as well. And it's actually an embarkation point in some cases, but it is, as far as a region goes, it is deep South Eastern Caribbean. So it's pretty remote. And uh, why did you pick Barbados? Um, we wanted something different that not everyone seems like they go to, you know, we've been to Jamaica, we've been to Puerto Rico, we've been to Aruba. So we were kind of thinking outside the box to see either like a popular Island that, wasn't so complete touristy, but yet still had things to do. Right, totally, totally. And then the you did an all-inclusive experience. And so what was the company? Um, we went to Crystal Cove, which is part of Elegant Hotels, which is owned by Marriott. Oh, so okay. they have a lot of different locations on the island. Like we were able to move about from different locations via boat like during the day if we wanted to go eat lunch at a different place, which was nice. So this wasn't something like, uh, so I, I will say this, like Jenna is, you didn't, you haven't done a cruise, right? No. Okay. So this isn't going to be so much of a comparison situation and uh, it, it's going to be more of just getting a feel for, I guess, the all-inclusive experience because I would say that, you know, I, I feel like cruising is cruising. We all love cruising, but you know, there's different types of vacations that are out there. I'm not saying cruising and uh, all-inclusives are brother and sister. 
I would probably say that they might be second cousins, though. There is a little bit of parallels that can be drawn between the two. And um, when you, so when you were booking the booking process for the for this all inclusive vacation, what was it like? Did you uh, like what you saw? Were you excited about it? Did you think it was? Uh, were you looking at something that was going to be a good value? I thought so, um, but also too, pictures on the internet are different than what they are in person. Um, our resort was a lot smaller than anticipated, okay. just because when looking online, you know, you see these bigger, amazing photos, and I think the pool is huge. And we get there, and there's three small pools. Still, it was a good time, but I would say like more so when I was looking online, things were misled a little bit, which I think happens to a lot of people when it comes to hotels. Which is crazy because I don't know why they would do that. You know, the the one thing you don't want is to walk into a place that you're really excited about getting to and then feel a little bit let down. Um, and I'm sure you took it with a grain of salt. I'm sure you were still positive about the overall vacation. But uh, what... what? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but it was like, oh, I thought it was going to be this, but look, it's this, right? That type of thing? I would say the positives about doing all-inclusive is you feel like you're not spending money even though you are, similar to a cruise, because you've already paid for it, right? They include your food and drinks. So that's done. well. That you well, don't, don't get your wallet out, Jenna. Jenna, don't jump ahead. Okay. <laughs> Treasure our time. Treasure our time. So what? What? Uh, what? What did it promise to include? What was it? What in the sticker price? Now, what, I want to ask you what it did include. Were there op- other options, and what did you go with? So this resort only included all inclusive. Okay, so it so wasn't really we much didn't to think have about. The choice. Yes, and but when I did my research, that's what I wanted. So I, that's what we went with because that's all we looked up was all inclusive. Uh, we didn't want to go with anything that was not all inclusive, just because we just like that's how we travel. My husband and I we like to do always all inclusive. And there was no real like uh, like nickel and diming upgrade type scenarios. No. Wow, that's nope. I mean, like when you're there, you could buy like a higher bottle of wine or things like that. Like while you're there, if you choose to, but they don't ever press you on doing that type of thing or ask you to. So. Uh, okay, all right. And how long did you go for? Seven days. So you went seven days. Friday all, to Friday. All inclusive, booze, food, everything. We're all friends here, so you so you could tell us how much it was. Twenty five hundred, but that's not including the flight. Not including flight twenty five hundred. Okay, that's not too bad for everybody. Yeah. Each that was no, that was for two people. That, that's not bad. That's not bad. Now here's what so I want to one ask. room. Okay, here's what I want to ask about Barbados, and just because I'm just a, um, I guess an island nerd, you whatever you want to say, I really really like and i really follow what the different i guess geographic principles are of each i guess island what what i liked about that area and what i noticed about saint lucia is that it has a completely different look from the rest of the caribbean islands and i've heard people say in my research i don't know barbados too well but what they say is that region it gets away from like mountainous desert rainforest type thing and it becomes a little bit more like it has the the feeling and the appearance of a volcanic type of a layout and a landscape. Did you get that vibe from it, almost like a Hawaiian type vibe? A little bit. I would say it's definitely a lot flatter than I thought compared to other islands. Um, like there wasn't like there was hills here and there, but nothing. You didn't see mountains at all. 
Okay. Really. Even when like the drive to the airport was about 30 minutes and then we went back to Bridgetown, which is another 20 minutes. Um, but I didn't go through the whole island. So I don't know about the other side. I was mainly, I was on the West coast. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So we talked about the, the, what it cost. We talked about getting there, the whole first impression thing, the booking process. What did you feel? If we're going to talk about, um, you know, the, the actual quality of the, the digs, did you feel like it was clean? Did you feel like it was comfortable? All that stuff? Yes. As far as the resort goes, it was very clean. It was very comfortable. As I mentioned before, it was just a lot smaller. Like they had two restaurants and that was it. But they did give us the option throughout the day to go to other restaurants. But everything is a reservation because they are smaller facilities. Um, now, those were included or no? Those were included in the yes, price? those were included, but you it was during the day because the sun, this is what I didn't like. The sun went down at like 530 every night. Yeah. So it's like... The daytime is very limited to like we were up at eight in the morning outside because the daytime is very limited. Um, so if you wanted to go to dinner at another one of these places that was included, you had to pay for a cab to get there, hmm. which I mean, it wasn't that serious of a cab ride. It was like $10. It adds up. Though. But you still had to pay if you wanted to go to a different resort. So we only did that two nights. We went to a different resort um, just to, to get a different bite to eat. I mean, they had different menus every night, but I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the food was not good. I won't lie. The food was not good. It was just very bland. It's um, a little so bit of a knock. That it, was, yeah, that was something we were most disappointed about in our entire trip was the food. I just feel like there was no, like, like we kept asking like the natives, like what's your dish? Like, you know, like, and everybody gave us different, like different things, like fish fry, like fried fish cakes. They were one of them. When we had them, they were just, like, drenched in oil, like, no good. And then somebody else was like, oh, the, the newer generation has macaroni pie. When I tell you this macaroni pie is literally long strands of, like, macaroni in a pie shape. Like, not ethnic, not, like, you know, like, a, an experience that you want to have on an outside culture. You know what I mean? They, so I it sounds like they're, they're feeding tourists. Yeah, they're feeding tourists and they know it. And they're going to basically, I guess, whatever cut costing cost cutting principles they're going to try to apply, they think that they got an already captive crowd. It's already paid for. And it sounds like they just didn't go the extra mile to blow you away with the food. Yeah, I agree. And it was also, too, there was like um, a lot. We were one of very few Americans that were at our resort. Um, I think Barbados, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure 100%, but I know it was, if not still, owned like a British colony. So there was a lot of people from England there. Okay. Like majority of people from England, um, which is which is fine. That's great. But the thing is with breakfast, like they would serve their type of food. So like baked beans on toast. Like I'm not eating that. Boiled, yeah. like boiled eggs that they like peel the shell off of but it's soft on the inside. Just right. like little like weird things that I'm just not used to, so I wasn't really feeling it. Um, you know, as a New Yorker, I want bagels and French toast. <laughs> totally, totally. So, um, but otherwise, the good thing about the resort is they did offer free water sports. Like, we could kayak every day for free. They took us out sailing. Um, they even had, like, tubes and water skiing that you could do. So like we were on the back of a boat in tubes, which is nice because a lot of places don't really offer those. And that was all free? 
yeah, that was all included in our stay. So that's pretty cool. So like I get water sports, kayaks, and, and snorkeling gear wouldn't blow me out of the water. But when you're talking motorized water sports and that being included, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, jet ski wasn't included. Only the water skiing was. But um, they had jet people come every day and you could rent jet skis. So it was all right on the resort. Um, I will say we did go to Bridgetown, which is the capital. Um, and it was more of like we went there to see the beach and the water and the beach color were like almost 100% different. Like they were it was more Aruba vibes, like white sand, teal, clear, clear water. It was beautiful. So there's like different beaches on the island that you can go to to have like a different view than where we were. I'm glad you said that. I just got back from Aruba. Uh and uh, we were all talking nice. about that. Uh, and when we were sailing into Aruba, we were all just in different our different cabins and our different places throughout the ship. And we just started communicating via the chat that we had. And that's what the people in our group were saying. Oh, my God. Because we had already been to a couple of islands. Yeah. yeah. People were like, I, are you seeing what we're, we're pulling into? I want to jump off this ship right now and jump into that water. Yeah, I will say Aruba is still by far. I would go back to Aruba before I ever went back to Barbados, Okay, 100%. But I think it's cool, though, that you went there because otherwise you wouldn't know. And, you know, you covered some ground. You learned. Exactly. All right, so water sports. So I was going to ask you, so the food was was, kind of mediocre. The amenities sound like they were good. Let me ask you about just the day-to-day, the week, along the week. Like, did you feel as though – and I'm talking like two, three days in. Did you start to feel like you had enough, or was there just uh, was there continuously stuff coming at you, new things to do? Um, I wouldn't say two to three days in. I would say more like five to six, uh-huh. just because. Okay, for example, they said right now. I don't know if this is because of COVID. They didn't really give us a reason, but right now ATVs are banned from the island, and we like to ATV everywhere we go. So we were kind of disappointed in that. Because that's something we definitely would have done. So ATV, ATV is the uh, f- the four the four wheeler thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know, I never did that before until this trip. I just kept calling it a UTI. U- UTI. Yeah. <laughs> UTV. What is it? No, ATV. Is it UTV? And then I think there's an UTV, ATV. I was calling it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. We have fun. Yeah, we did it in Aruba too. It was amazing in Aruba. Yeah. So I think that's we we're kind of looking for something like that. But so I would say by like day five, six, it was kind of like, all right. But I mean, I didn't go with the big swimming crew. So that also hindered us a little bit. How many people were so, with the crew? Just you and your husband or did other people go with you? Uh, no, my um, in-laws. So my mother-in-law went and um, a couple of his siblings. So my sister-in-law and two of my brother-in-law. So it was a family trip. Okay, here's what I'm going to ask next. So aside from the food, the water sports, the hanging out by the resort, everything like that, is there a um, was there other type of excursion type things that you could do, whether it's, well, I don't know, a native show or go on hikes or anything like so that that was available in the planner or whatever? We had um, horseback riding you could do if you did it, you know, off-site, you could do the horseback riding. They also had like catamarans that you could do. Um, and we did snorkel with the turtles when we went to Bridgetown because it was part of the um, beach club that we went to. So that was very cool. Um, turtles are, I guess, like in Barbados, if you touch the turtles in the water, the guy said that it's a, either 25 years in prison or no, a $25,000 fine or five years in prison because like they're 
they keep them. They're very protected there. Right. So that was cool. So we could see a couple turtles when we were swimming, which was awesome. What, um, what happens if the turtle touches you? What do you get? Two and a half years? You gotta... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh, they don't man. come near you unless you have food. Okay. But it was very, that was a very cool experience. Um, they don't. They don't the hunt the turtles. They don't snorkeling. hunt the turtles. They just leave them. No, like, they're not allowed. Because it, you heard, you heard about Grand Cayman. Have you ever been there? No. It's a full on, t- and it's funny too because they don't tell the kids this, or the the parents ask them not to tell the kids this. But it's a full on gorgeous turtle farm, and they're they're using them as attractions to kind of feed and kind of like get money off of that. People coming and feeding them, and you know, holding them and things like that. But they're eating them. They're, they're just, it's a factory to eat the turtles, 100%. And then I, when I was there, one of the parents actually said to the tour guide, can you uh, not share that with my kid anymore? Just just don't tell them that you do that because they make, because she said at one point she was giving the, uh, and this one, oh, tell me about this one. Oh, this one is, uh, he's old. Yeah, he's about to be soup. And she started laughing. Oh, wow. And then the kid, <laughs> the mom was like, <gasps> they were horrified, but it was pretty funny. What are you going to do? Wow. Not like that in Barbados. They don't. No, they're protected. They don't let you go near them. Really, they just feed them. Wow. Okay. In the water. All right. So that was cool. Um, other things they had only on Fridays. I guess Fridays like a big day there. They have like native shows and like food vendors and everything in the capital. But they were like it's only on Fridays. Right. And we also found out like during the week the island like shuts down by like eight, nine, like the island shuts down. Like people are in bed. There's no it's harder to get a cab at night, um, things like that. But we did because, you know, I was with a group of people, so we did end up going to it's very safe, I will say this. Like we were on the public bus. Like we were fine on the public bus, which was very cool because a lot of places you can't do that. Um so we went to a club one night, a lounge called the Red Door Lounge. That was very, very cool. Um, that was on Saturday night. But Saturday night is the opposite. Like, Saturday night, people are starting to come out at midnight. So we were, like, ready to go by, like, 1230. But it was a very nice vibe and very cool. They had, like, specialty drinks and everything. Wait, wait, hold on. Nice so you're saying it in general, the, 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 the place, because I know that's an island thing. People just uh, gear up so much for the day. With the fact, coupled with the fact that, you know, it, you're talking about being very east, so the sun the sun comes up early and people just kind of like, you know, get, get, get the party started early and then they go to bed when, it, when it's dark, just basically working around the hours of daylight that they're working with. But you're saying that m- for the most part it would shut down, but there were exceptions to that if you wanted to. Let's yeah, just say I would you, say like on Saturday night was probably the only exception. Really? So <laughs> Maybe on a, like Fridays, a th- but like, like a Thursday, on a Thursday night. Thursday? If, if, if Thursday night, if you wanted to go out and, and drink till 2 a.m., there really wasn't an option for that? No, I believe it would probably be closed by midnight. We tried to get a cab to go on Thursday night because it was our last night. We flew out Friday. So we flew in Friday and flew out Friday. So the last night we were trying to go back to the place we went on Saturday and we couldn't get a cab because they were all like not answering the phone because they were already done for the Interesting. day. Like Interesting. Like for the night. Now, let me ask you this. Have you done other all-inclusive experiences? Yeah. How would you compare this one to your, let's just say your favorite one that you've done besides this? What what were the pluses and minuses to both? I would say, uh, I mean, we talked about this, but I would say a negative would be the food. Mm-hmm. Um, a positive would be the tubes, like in the back of the boat, which was awesome, going tubing. Um, and I would say being a small resort does have its pluses. You know, you're not walking a mile. Like, you know, you go to 
certain resorts, you're walking or riding a golf cart to get anywhere, which can be annoying. So it was nice that you just could go walk down and you're right on the beach. Okay. So those would be positives and negatives, I guess. Would be really only be honestly the food, like the people were so nice. The workers were so nice. The people in the town were so everyone was nice. Like everyone was so welcoming and very friendly. And like I said, it was very safe. So it was like, and I compare it to Aruba a little bit. Just number one for the beach that we went to when we were in Bridgetown, and number two because of the people and like the safeness. Like if you go to Jamaica, you're not taking a public bus anywhere. You know, you're not yeah. going in the middle of Jamaica. It's just not safe. But Jamaica is my favorite island. Um, but I would only stay in Montego Bay for those reasons, just for safety purposes. But so that is kind of nice to be able to travel and feel comfortable with everyone around you. We got to talk. We got to talk. By the way, Jenna's husband is Jamaican. And um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going in uh, no, five or six days. I'm going to Jamaica. And I would count- in five or six days? Well, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm going in eight, ten days. Ten days. Oh, jealous. But, you know, it's crew, so I'm just going for... The food, yeah, but the food there, make sure you get food. Yeah, yeah, food definitely. food there is untouchable for me. <laughs> now, um, I did... All right, so that's pretty much it. So just the, the last question about that, I just wanted to... So overall, did you think the value was there? Were you happy with the money you spent based on what you got? Yes. Overall, yes. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I think sense. it was worth it. All right. That's it. So I did leave a few minutes at the end of the show for you to kind of just wax poetically about how much you miss working with me and seeing me every day. So go ahead. The floor is yours. <laughs> oh, a whole few minutes for me? Yeah, go ahead. I miss Tommy dearly. My day is not the same without him. We used to go on Dunkin' Runs together, and now I sit by myself. All right, all right that's it's enough. That's sad. enough. I will, I will pay you. I will pay you. <laughs> no problem. Jenna, it's good to hear your voice, buddy. You too. You too. It was nice catching up. Hey, Cones. Sorry to interrupt Tommy's rambling, but I don't have a lot of time, and I wanted to ask you about your next cruise. We know there are lots of decisions to make, such as... Where do I want to go? How can I get the best deal? And which cruise line is right for me? Whether you're traveling solo, with friends, or your entire family, always be booked. We'll make sure we find the perfect cruise for you. You can book direct, but remember, cruise line representatives are going to operate in the interest of the cruise line. And don't get me started on those third-party websites. If you are looking for someone who is going to spend the time it takes to ensure that you find the cruise ship, ports of call, and excursions that are right for you, then go to alwaysbebooked.com or email Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Let's face it, we are all searching for those moments of pure cruise bliss. And based on your detailed conversation with Tommy, we'll make sure it happens for you over and over again. For the most personal and detailed cruise planning assistance, reach out directly to Tommy and he will make the process as enjoyable as the cruise itself. Whoa, Morgan, don't you think we're exaggerating? Now, Tommy, please let me do my job. My bad. Always be booked. It's a podcast. It's a community. And dare I say, it's a lifestyle. Go to alwaysbebooked.com right now and let's start planning your next adventure at sea. Now, I don't know if you guys believed me or not, but I did tell you we were going to do the emails tonight. The show without emails was an hour and a half. Okay, it was a lot to cover regarding the last cruise. And yes, I'm still determined to figure it out. Listen, it's a journey. 
it's not a destination necessarily. And, you know, I'm going to try to do shorter cruise podcast programs. And that's what we're going to do. But I did say we were going to do emails for this particular program on the Thursday conversation. Dare I say the back end of the Thursday conversation. And we're going to get into that right now. But first, I would like to remind you that your emails are, have become, and remain a lifeblood of the show. People seem to really like the email section, and I do too. I always like to know what's on your mind, whether it's a comment, question, correction, clarification. I'm out of C words. Uh, But here we are, and I do have some emails for you guys this week, from you guys this week, and we should probably... Uh, have me stop rambling and get into them right now. Tommy, got to know how you fared not having the drink package. Did it cost less than the package? Thanks, John. I mentioned it, John. I will say it again. Uh, there is no, if you're going to drink, if you're going on a drinking cruise, if it's a regular cruise, you know what I mean? Like this was, I went into this cruise knowing this was not going to be one of those, like coming up, the cruise I have coming up, I'm going to take it easy with the drinking. I'm going to try to basically just try to pull off a wellness cruise. No drinking. <clears throat> Am I going to have a night? Maybe there'll be a night. How are you going to go to Coco K in that swimmer bar? I'm not ziplining around. I'm not going to do the water park. Uh, if I go anywhere in Coco K, it's going to be either the pool bar or the barge bar. You know, I'm not the sun, the layout in the sun guy. So that might be the day. But overall, this is not going to be a drink package cruise. But if I ever go on a cruise where it's a standard, normal, regular cruise, seven, eight days with friends, haven't cruised in a while, it is going to be a drink package. There's the answer, John. Cruising without the drink package, if you are a drinker, is wasteful. It's not a waste. It's 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 <clears throat> doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense because of like I said. Even if you did save, I think I I spent more money than I normally would, and you just are you're you're worrying about the, the you're wondering what did I spend today? What do I you know? It's just not ideal. You know, yeah. Anytime you want to have a drink. And somebody else is having a drink. It's a social thing, too. You're around people who have the drink package. You're around people who are drinking regularly. And you have to go into your whole, i got to sign my thing. i got to pull my card out. i got to, you know, it's, it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So I didn't fare well without the drink package, John. And I will be getting the drink package from now on on all cruises that are, well, let's just call them standard cruises. Tommy. All these updates were fantastic. Thank you for keep. Okay, so this is a ref- reference. This was a comment that was made in the Patreon. I'm just going to read it out. All these updates were fantastic. Thank you for keeping up with the morning show on Patreon during the cruise. I definitely see this cruise had a level of expectations from both sides. I think because it was a smaller group, some may have felt there should be uh, an ongoing set of get-togethers and meetups with plans for all the days. Whereas a larger group, they may form their own little groups that go on in their own thing for some of it, Olivia. Olivia, you know, I actually respect the email, love the email, appreciate it as always. Olivia is always sending gems through the email. But I will say that uh, I think the opposite. I think it became clear that this was no longer a large group cruise and this was going to be a crew. 
You know, when you talk about big organizations, whether they're businesses, whether they're crime families, <clears throat> whether they're sports teams, whatever they are, you know, you always look for organization, branches of government, communication when it's a large group. And then, like I said, it's a large group. You do not have to take part in all the activities. But if there were 20 people there, and no offense to anybody who came, I think you should be more um, flattered that I thought that, you know what, the people that we did bring on on this particular cruise were independent. They came and went as they pleased. And like I said the whole time, I was welcoming of anybody to come and do whatever I was doing at any time of the day, night, or evening. And yes, we did have planned get-togethers. They were more spontaneous, though. I'm just not going to sit there and write a manifest that has an hour-to-hour set of activities for two or three people to show up to because that's what would have happened. When we have a bigger group and we will have a bigger group next time, that's exactly what I will do. And even then, it's important people realize that you don't have to show up to anything. I think as far as the little pieces of drama that you heard about on the Patreon, I think the little pieces of drama were just us kind of getting very close to each other, to each other's hearts. We formed a strong bond, and then there was booze, and then there was just emotions. That's all that was, in my opinion. But yeah, I think that uh, you know, if you're going to put together a real plan, you do that when there's going to be a bigger group. What's going on, Tommy? Hope the group cruise was what the kids call lit. Yes, lit. I wish I could use these words. I want to be able to say lit. I want to be able to say dope. I was making a drink at the job of speaking of the job tonight. We talked to Jenna, but speaking of the job this past summer, I made a drink. I used to bartend, so I was trying a new recipe, put it out there, shook up the drink, put all the ingredients in, and basically poured it out from one of the bartenders that was there. He drank it, had no facial reaction, but he said, oh, that's gas. And I'm like, there was like an awkward pause. Because I was wondering, I was trying to figure out if there was some sort of cues as to whether or not uh, gas was good or not. I didn't know, couldn't figure it out. But it ultimately, I found out that gas was good, so he did like the drink, and that was cool. I wanted to touch on the comedy convo. Andrew Schultz is one of my favorite comedians. Have you listened to his podcast? It's called Flagrant 2. It's hilarious. Also, the Disney Cruise Line I heard is great. But I heard there are no casinos. I don't know about you, Tommy, but I would probably go crazy. Then again, I don't know because I've never done a Disney cruise. Anyway, can't wait to hear about the group cruise boat drinks. Jamal. Jamal, a.k.a. Love Jones. So here's the thing. Comedy conversation. Andrew Schultz is hysterical. He's a genius. And yes, his, uh, his podcast is great with his uh, two buddies. He's sometimes a little bit too much for me. I feel like he tries to go a little bit too hard as far as, you know, he's very, very big in the crowd work. And you know who really, really, really thinks Andrew Schultz is funny? Andrew Schultz. But the problem is he's right because he is. He is very, very witty. He's a genius. Andrew Schultz is like, when it's all said and done, he's going to be looked at as a very, very important figure in the comedy world. Because, and I'll explain to you why on this podcast that has nothing to do with comedy, but but it's cruising, but this is a comedy comment. 
It was always the way it was with comedy. You do a stand-up special. If you get big enough, maybe HBO, Comedy Central, Showtime, or Netflix more recently will pick you up and give you an hour or a half hour comedy special. Andrew Schultz started pushing it to where, you know what? Shoot your own special. Shoot your own special. Pay for the production on your own. And then you're basically holding the cards. Now, maybe Netflix will come up to you with a big deal and give you a bunch of money to air your special. Maybe Showtime will. But maybe none of them will. And the key line is you do not have to be in charge. As these big big media companies do not have to be in charge of whether or not you exist. Andrew Schultz made it so that, you know what, if nobody buys your special and pays you for it, just put it on YouTube And that changed everything with the model. People are putting their special on YouTube and getting more money, more exposure. And if they're good enough, more just opportunities as a result from foregoing. And that put people like Netflix and HBO into his panic. So I just think Andrew Schultz is a little, he's a little, I don't know, very, very, he gets away with a lot. For some reason, he gets away with a lot of things, and, and that's to his credit. People say you can really say anything you want if you want to joke around, but uh, you just have to make sure it's funny. He has not gotten in trouble. He absolutely says some things on that stage that uh, somebody else is just not going to work out. He's a, I like his other podcast. I like uh, Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne the God. I like that one too. I might like that one. No. I like them both equally. I like them both equally. And I do like Andrew Schultz. Like I said, all I'm saying is a little too much for me. He goes into the whole, you know, I don't know. He's He seems to be, <laughs> he, he wears a lot of hats. He's a chameleon. He can act certain ways with certain groups of people. And then he acts, he's with other people. He acts completely different ways. And I don't know if that's something I should hold against him or not. It throws me off a little bit, but ultimately, I do agree with you, Jamal, in that he is one of the best in the game, and no matter what you think of his comedy, he is a true pioneer in the game as well. All right, so moving on. Good morning, Tommy. I hope you're enjoying your current cruise on Allure. I am heading out on Symphony on November 5th. I have never been on an Oasis class, and I this and this is kind of a bucket list for me. We're heading up St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Coco Cay. I would love to hear your thoughts on Oasis class ships, especially since you are on one. I am a simple cruiser, so I don't really need all the latest and greatest. But my concern is that I may not enjoy Symphony, but hey, it's a cruise. How bad could it be? And that's from the legendary Snap. Snap, I think you got to try. I think you would have to make a physical effort to not enjoy this cruise. You're on Symphony of the Seas. I mean, so again, the only thing that, the couple of the two things. All right, you want to go three? We'll go three. Three things that in general inherently are somewhat things that turn you off about an Oasis class. Four. Let's go with four things. The fact that they don't have a central pool deck, they have four mini pool decks. That creates a little bit of a different energy throughout the top deck if you're trying to get things like uh, energy going from a band, from a DJ. It's a little different. It's a little awkward. It's a little tough to get that vibe going. Uh, The other thing, 
you get a little bit of a less than personal service from the crew. The crew is used to people coming and going a lot more. Whereas if you were on a smaller ship, you're going to see those same faces over and over again. And they got to hustle a little bit more for their tips. They got to hustle a little bit more for just because they're just going to see you more often on Oasis class of ships. It's like a floating city. So, Whereas the regular bar, the regular size cruise ships, you may see that bartender six or seven times during the week. On an Oasis class, you could see him one or two times, and that wouldn't be crazy. Mm. Number three, getting around the ship, if you don't like to walk a lot, could be a little tiring, especially if your room isn't centrally located. That doesn't really bother me so much, but it bothers some people. And you knew damn well I was going to forget the fourth one, okay? Sometimes you just add too many on there, and it becomes a little crazy. But let me think. Give me a moment. Okay, we said the uh, impersonal service, the pool deck at the top. We talked about the, um, the, 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 the having to walk around the ship a lot more than you would normally do. And uh, we're going to have to come back. <laughs> forgot the fourth one. But those are, it's very subtle. It's very subtle. There's so many activities and so much to do. Oh, and just the general energy on the ship, throughout the ship. If you are someone who wants to be able to see the same people over and over again, you meet somebody you like, someone you're good friends with, and you want to, or you made good friends with, and you want to make sure that you see them again the next day without making it weird. Hey, where are you going to be? Uh, whether it's a friend or a, or a love interest, it's a little more difficult to do on the Oasis class of ships. But that's it. Entertainment's phenomenal. The food is really good. There's no shortage of things to do. Um, I don't find it to be that crowded per se. Just a great time. But this is a little bit of a rough time right now because they are just opening up. Our main dining room was sent into a tailspin on the first couple of nights because I think these ships have gone from 2,000 people to 5,000 people to 6,000 people in a real hurry. So they're getting their sea leg, their, their quote-unquote sea legs underneath them. So that's still happening. But uh, Snap, you're going to love this, especially those ports. That's almost a draw-up. That's almost how you draw it up with those ports. Enjoy. Snap, if you need any advice or anything or any what anything any ideas whatsoever, hit me up, Tommy, at alwaysbebooked.com, and uh, I'll help you with the ports if you need it. You know what I mean? You may not need it. But um, that's going to... Well, you know what? Let's do one more. This is a little bit of a long one, but let's just run through it quick. Hopefully, it's not too... Um, hopefully, it, it, it flows nice and easy. Tommy, love the show and the new effort. Love the interviews with ship entertainers. I am too cheap for the Patreon, which is consistent with the rest of my email. Hey, you got to love the honesty there. I try to cruise three times per year. Celebrity is my line because I love the service, food, and relaxed mood. I enjoy a good Norwegian cruise line cruise because along, I, along with everybody else, is bombed by 10 a.m. with the free at sea. <laughs> I don't know if everybody's bombed by 10 a.m. with the free at sea. My favorite departure port is Fort Lauderdale. Dislike Cape Canaveral and agree with you 100% that the crowd that sails from Cape Canaveral is is the same that drives to Disney, not my crowd. Plus the Uber fare from Cape Canaveral, $100, not for me. My complaint is the following, which has not received much attention. And I hope as a travel agent, you can call some attention to this because it's a problem for New York cruisers and anyone flying into New York and transferring to Florida for a vacation or cruise. 
Prior to the pandemic, there were five airlines flying the new in the New York Air the New York Florida routes: United, American, JetBlue, Spirit, and Delta. The prices were reasonable due to the competition, and in and in particular, Spirit. In 2020, during the pandemic, when nobody's watching, JetBlue started to form a cartel and joined with American. Uh, and joined with American. And uh, you, I think this is an article that you included. American Airlines CEO defends JetBlue Alliance antitrust. All right, that's the cartel. In July, the FAA awarded Spirit the prime times out of New York, which the FAA believed was good for competition. Immediately thereafter, JetBlue bought Spirit out, now completing the cartel and price fixing. Okay, so I see what you're saying here. When Spirit was the little airline that could, maybe it made a little sense to give them the optimal time slots. But now JetBlue buys them out, and now it's a cartel, and every and, and, and these, these airlines get bigger. So as a result, it is either Delta, JetBlue, or United if you're flying from New York to Florida or Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. I didn't know what was going on until I priced tickets for two cruises and could not figure out what the deal was with the skyrocketed prices. Um... Also, two for a work trip. I thought it was fuel prices and then learned otherwise. The sad part is that the mergers haven't fully completed yet, but prices are still up. I canceled a November cruise and did not book an April cruise because $600 plus per ticket times three people is not in the budget. And it is, it's not the price of fuel. For the same dates and times I was able to find round trip flights from New York to London or Shannon for the same price. I would urge you and any listeners that may be affected to contact their federal representatives to object to the JetBlue merger with Spirit as this will continue to have a negative impact on cruising. Emil. And uh, Emil looks like Emil's a lawyer. Right? Maybe. I don't know. S. Emil Labosa the fourth ESQ. Partner. Well, I got to give you some respect there. You're a very frugal guy. Seems like you have a very important job and you're very frugal um, and you're too cheap for the Patreon and you're complaining about the air prices. I'm only kidding. I, there's nothing. You're not going to catch me counting your money. You're not going to catch me telling you that you should be uh, a little bit more free with your money. I respect it. Totally respect it. So all that stuff is good information. I don't know if it is at this point, you know, I, I tend to be to a fault a non-activist i tend to a fault to be like you can't fight city hall i don't know maybe i should be more involved when i see things that i don't like i just kind of i become a little passive until i see that something can actually be done because at the end of the day who's the idiot if these people are going to do what they're going to do anyway, these politicians are all in cahoots with each other anyway, in my opinion, in many ways. And then what am I going to do? Stick my neck out there and start screaming when really the game is already rigged. A little bit of my feeling on anything getting involved with like writing congressmen and stuff like that. Having said that, how could it be bad? If everybody did have my attitude about that, probably not a lot would get done. A lot of change wouldn't happen. So I do... Uh, encourage you if you're so inclined to listen to Emil's advice and try to stop this merger because again Emil just touched on a bunch of things that while they do make sense as I read them 
I did not fact check the other side, and I'm not sure if what he's saying is 100% accurate. Emil, I have no reason to believe that it's not, but I would say do your own research. Yes, we're flying around the country trying to pull off these cruises, whether going to New York, Florida, California, wherever we're going. We want, we, many, most people need to get on a plane to take these cruises. So if you have a venture, venture vested interest in that, I say look into what Emil is talking about regarding this merger. And if you feel like some action should be taken, yes, Write your local representatives. Anyway, emails on a Thursday, huh? Getting a little political as well. You guys are the absolute best. I appreciate you guys listening. Boat drinks, cones. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea. And one part shit of a nine on tree And the drinks set cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Where well, I'll ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Oh